Exactly. Find. Hi guys, welcome to Geek Media episode 5, You're All Replaceable. This week I'm joined by Lauren, you know, my old co-host, Mike and Wes again. Hello. Hola. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, no, we're all replaceable, clearly. <laughs> okay, so, um, Pottermore is got an actual release date now, so I guess you guys want to start talking about that, or are you guys actually... What have you guys been doing yeah. this week? Probably should start with that, you know. <laughs> Lauren, do you want to start since... Yeah, clearly, I guess I'm starting first because it went dead silent. Um, Alright, um, I'm on spring break this week. We're, I'm just free for once, you know, actually not really working and no classes. So I'm taking a couple dance classes. Spending time with my friends, like my co-host Gina. Yes, I'm lovely. Hey girl. Hey girl. Yeah. <laughs> Don't classes to take more classes. Dance classes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, not much besides hanging out with friends and oh, the St. Patrick's Day parade because I'm going to New York City. So, you. Okay, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> um, I didn't do much, man. I just played Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, which I'll discuss later. Um, and just write stuff and try to film some stuff for my YouTube channel, which I'm not going to, you know, shamelessly sell over here. You mean like last week? <laughs> YouTube.com slash You know, I'm not... <laughs> okay, um, enough promotions. How was your weekend, Wes? Well, you know, if we can't make any shameless plugs, then I might as well just shut up, because all I'll do is talk on my Facebook page. So you did nothing? I did uh-huh. nothing over the weekend. Anyway, um, how was uh, your weekend, Gina? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my week so far has been, you know, last week was the end of classes, pulled an all-nighter Thursday, drank a bunch of Red Bull, um... Then this weekend, just been one party after another. That's the way to do it. I guess so. Yeah. Party hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, I gotta go pick stuff up that I left at the other other side of the lake. Oops. <laughs> what did you do? I left things on the other side of the lake where I was partying. Should probably pick those up. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, I guess we'll start talking about Pottermore. Well, uh, okay, I'll say Nice okay. segue into that. Alright, um, I guess this is my kind of ball right here. Um, since I was actually in the beta for Pottermore and I still currently am, uh, even Such though a loser. <clears throat> I mean, what? <laughs> I completed the, um, the quill challenge in July, but I did not get my email until October, and I still know people who haven't gotten any word of information. But the majority of people who completed the quill challenge did get their information from either July or August up until, like, December. I got it maybe a week after my roommate got it, so we were going through it together and everything, and it was really cool, even though it was very limited. Very. Do you, you think? You'd think there'd be a lot open, but they're still working on everything. This is still, like I said, it's only a beta. It's like a little demo test. There's nothing much. They're not going to release everything. One million 
interested in me, and that was it. Yeah. And the temporal and the servers went down during beta a lot. Yeah. So basically you have not even a percent of the Harry Potter fans in the world got into this. Yeah. For me. Um, I can actually... Okay, I can actually put the numbers for each house right now. Gryffindor has 172,491 members. Ravenclaw, which was what I was sorted into, has 172,682 members. Hufflepuff has 171,961 members, and Slytherin has 171,339 members. And actually, Slytherin is actually in the lead for the House Cup right now. Yeah. Oh. You know, what? you're horrible. So, um, there's different ways you can earn lots of house points. I've only earned 35. I'm not the best at potions or spells. Potions are absolutely terrible. Oh my god. They're so finicky that when you have to do it, you have to be so careful. I mean, have, do they work like they did in like the, um, the Half-Blood Prince game? I didn't play the Half-Blood Well, in, in the game, you had to like be really careful about when you picked up your ingredients, because if you shook them around, they would explode in your hand. No. You have to... You put the ingredients there, so you... Um, recipe in front of you, and what you have to do is you have to follow the recipe, so like you drop it in, and then you have to stir it the circle the certain way. Lauren, I can let you uh, play the Half Blood Prince game. It's not that great. Yeah, I, I kind of stopped playing them after um, Prisoner of Azkaban. Chamber of Secrets was when I stopped. Yeah. I, I played Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets on Game Boy. I liked them. Then I played Goblet on PS2, and I hated it because of the way that the game was set up. Yeah. And now but, I've got uh, Half-Blood Prince, and definitely I was one. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I, I wish I could find my desk for um, Sorcerer's Stone, which actually leads me to what I wanted to say. Um, they didn't open up all seven books. But what they did open was Philosopher's Stone, and it's under there as Philosopher's Stone and not as Sorcerer's Stone. They keep... J.K. Rowling decided to keep everything as she wrote it. She didn't change the American flag or to what it is in the, in the American books, which I is nice. I respect her for that. I respect her for that. It's really nice. And what's great about it is when you go through the book, you go through chapter by chapter, and you unlock things. Like, if I go through, um, let's see if I just randomly pull, I have it up right now, so, like, I'd go, you go to, like, your menu screen, and you can click through all the chapters, and it shows where your friends are on this, too, and you can explore it, so once you explore it, it brings you to the scene, and there are clickable items in each scene, which is really cool, and you can find out information, like, about the characters, you can collect, like if you go through, there's things you you yourself can collect. Like you can collect seaweed, the shopping list, the remember all, the rock cake, everything. You can collect it. Can you collect which which and wizard cards? Um, yeah, you can collect chocolate cow cards. Yep. Yep, you have to look for them. Like you look for the the chocolate frog, like the wizard cards throughout the chapters. No. I have Merlin and Ravenclaw and a bunch of other ones, so they're really cool. If I can reach it, I have Dumbledore in real life. <laughs> because 
because I live an hour away from Wizarding World and Harry Potter, so I got a chocolate frog for real. I've had them. They they used to sell them in um. The toys are They are really expensive. Well, you live an hour away from a big Hogwartsy attraction. Of course, they're gonna be really expensive. Yeah, no, I mean it's like they have two different types. They have the normal and they have the special edition. We, my mom decided, you know, we're going to get the special edition to see what the difference is. I don't think there was any difference. They just th- threw a sticker on there so they could charge five bucks more. I mean, it's all about markup and how much they can make, so... Yeah. Exactly, Lauren. It's a sad thing that we didn't get up to the Boston Harry Potter exhibit when it was still up. I know. I still have the coloring book. Yay, coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still have my coloring book. Oh, all of my good ones are still up at school. We'll have to... Yeah. So, um, I guess we should kind of talk about a bit where we're all sorted. I don't really know. Like, I mean... Oh, um, in terms of sorting for, uh, Pottermore, it's not one of those quizzes they have online where you can clearly tell, oh, this is Gryffindor's answer, oh, this is Ravenclaw's answer, oh, this is Hufflepuff's answer, and this is Slytherin's answer. It, it It's how you would react to one of the conversations, like, how you would react to a certain situation. I remember one of the questions being, there's a path to a mansion, there's a path to a hill, and there's a path to the beach. Which one do you take? The mansion, come on. I took the beach, so... Of course you would. Yeah, but like I'd that's probably what it take is. the beach too. There's a bunch of like, there's you find an old trunk. There's uh, a quill. There's a parchment. There's a book. There's a it like lists all these different objects. Which one would you pick? Huh? Like well, it, like. Like, it's, you pick something, and then it refers back to your personality. Like, someone from Slytherin would pick probably, like, a piece of very expensive-looking jewelry or something like that. And why not? Shiny is awesome. Yeah. Or someone who was, I mean, brave at heart probably go for, like, a sword. Or something like that. I went for the book. So. Doesn't surprise me. it is still possible to figure out which answer is for which house. (laughs) I mean, they, I... No, but I mean at the same time, no. I'm gonna guess that they only give you one question at a time. Yeah. So yeah, that's where it differs from the online quizzes where you can see every question at once and go through and pick every answer for a certain house. Yeah. Um, Not that I've ever been good at that. Yeah, but Gina can 
vouch for being a Ravenclaw. Yeah, no, I can. She's booky and socially I mean, crazy. I may not be, like, uber book smart, but at the same time, I'm creative. She suspects the narcos are behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Nargles. I love it when people get those references. So, Mike, do you want to review um, Mass Effect 3? I almost said Walking Dead because we're recording through Walking Dead and I keep getting text messages. Are you watching? Are you watching? Oh my god, are you watching? I just saw everything <laughs> on Facebook and I'm like, please stop. What? Exactly. It's time for your review of ME3. Oh, not yet. I thought we were doing it in the break. No. Like after the break. Oh, man. After uh, the break, uh, we're taking a more serious tone. Oh, uh, very serious. I'm gonna get my friend in here. All right. Anyway. Oh, uh, do you wanna do it after the break? Cause we can break now, and then we could get your friend on too. I mean. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. Uh, did we decide on break music yesterday at lunch? I think we did. I think, it, wasn't it Wonderwall? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Breaking Music is Wonderwall by Oasis, because it's pretty just an awesome song. Yeah. Somehow realize what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody Feels the way I do About you now Backbeat, the word is on the street That the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it all before But you never really had it out
we're back and um we totally are closing the book on harry potter and bringing in a british kid yeah perfect timing mm-hmm. okay. Lewis, introduce yes. yourself uh hello uh my name is Lewis, and i'm a british person sweet so much detail i already know you i'm probably all right, man. You know what you're here for. Let's talk about it. Mass Effect 3. Ah, oh, yes. Good old alien, alien, uh, alien, what, intersme game. It's very... Watch your words. Watch, watch your it. words. I'm watching, yeah. I'm watching. Yeah, I know what you were going to say there. I see what you did there. Yeah, I'm completely on that. Yeah, um, it's, it's alien, um... Let's, all right, let's just talk about the game. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the game. <laughs> Garrus. Harris, I lost him. Like, I don't have him at all. Yeah, I know. It's sad. But the game yeah. itself, it's like, to me, in my opinion, I think the game is, has more RPG elements than the second one. Like, you know, more... Anything. Okay. Oh, damn it. That's the right way to put it on. I don't notice. <laughs> it takes a little while to get used to, trust me. We had, like, a previous episode just... We just kept reminding ourselves on the air, like, it's a family show, and we type it out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Call of Duty has more RPG elements than Mass Effect 2, and uh, Mass Effect 3. Call of Duty? Yeah. Go now. How? Oh, wait, wait, I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. God. You're saying that it has more RPG elements than Mass Effect 2 because it doesn't have any RPG elements. You got me. Yeah. You had um, to explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, back to the point. Back to the point. Mass Effect 3. Multiplayer. Never had multiplayer in the second one or the first one. Ah, oh, it's sick. It's good. It's really it's good. But the thing I don't like about it is that if you play multiplayer, it, like, you have to rely on multiplayer to have a better ending, supposedly. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Really? What about oh, the people that... 
What about the people that don't have multiplayer? What happens to them? Uh, basically, uh, don't really, I don't think you need much more to, uh, to get a good ending, but it helps a lot uh, because you get to far Yeah, your stays at yeah. 50% unless you play more better. And then I guess 100% and you get, then you have to use like what half the war assets you were. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Cool. Any of these, no aspect play. Aspect 3, wait, are you asking everybody here if they know about it? Yeah. Does anybody here play Mass Effect? Nope. Like I nope. said, it keeps screwing up on my computer. Uh, computer. <laughs> I, I used to I, I see it all online and everything, but I've never played it. You guys gotta check it out. I've seen people cosplay as it. Yeah. That's about yeah. it. I mean, I've seen some cosplay for, like, the armor. It's pretty cool, but as the aliens, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, people yeah. just, like, filmed in, like, the N7 armor. <laughs> Cardboard. Yeah, they use the foam to make the guns, too. Oh, God. It works. It works. Oh, God, cosplaying, Lauren. You could just <laughs> go no all day. Thing. I think her costume's just, like, she bought it or something. I mean, seriously. I need another wig. That's not her actual hair. I swear to God, that's not her actual hair. She bought all of her costume. That's really tacky. <laughs> tacky and I hate you. You're tacky, I hate you, go die. Awkward. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> At the end of that... Yes, um, I haven't beat, I haven't beaten Mass Effect 3 yet, I know you haven't, Lewis, but you saw the ending. I'm too scared. Don't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it, but give your opinion on what you think of the ending, so other people can have, like, sort of fear to beat the game. Uh, I don't know what to say, like, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah, I don't want to think, I don't, I don't want people thinking, oh, I'm not going to play anymore, but, um, uh, whatever you do, Whatever they said in all interviews, it just means nothing. Jeez, that's deep. Trying to say it's a conspiracy now? No, it's not conspiracy. It's like, it's been ripped off for a Deus Ex ending. Like, if, it, if you guys played Deus Ex? Deus Ex? No. What's Deus Ex again? Yeah, it's just oh. said down, so. Wait, wait. No, I, I remember now. No. It arrives, but it is. <laughs> No, but anyway, I would give it so far from my plate uh, 3.5 out of 5. Mass Effect 3. Uh, what would you give it? What, Mass Effect 3? Mass Effect 3, yeah. I'd give it 3 Reaper, Reapers out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see what you did there again. Right. Yeah, 3 out of 5, yeah. It's not a great game compared to other games, but... You know, it's Mass Effect. Everybody loves it. It's like Star Trek had a baby with Star Wars and a bunch of other crap, and it's pretty cool. So if you haven't played Mass Effect before, you guys, check it out at least four months, and I promise you, you'll probably get addicted. So that's the end of the, the, the uh, discussion of Mass Effect 3. And I don't think I'll even review it after I beat it. <laughs> Because then I'm going to get all pissed off and start cursing and everything. Yeah, just... <laughs>
So moving on, moving on to the next thing. Um, we're going to talk about Coney 2012 and the Invisible Children scandal. Gotta be kidding. Exactly. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you probably have the same feelings about it that me and Lauren have on it. I'm kind of going to assume. Mike, did Gina make you uh, be kept half in the dark about this, too? Or is it just me? What, Coney 2012? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a long process of thinking. Yeah, so me and Lauren both have, like, our own reasons to dislike the group Invisible Children, and mine's kind of personal. I met the guys back in 2007 at a concert, and they just were not pleasant people. They were, even at 2007, were really hunting just for your money. So, seeing this come up again... Yeah, so... I'm just not a big fan of them, and their, like, presentation of videography is something that I probably could have done in high school. Yeah, they worked really hard for it for no reason. I mean, half an hour, just to try to get people's money. And this Coney guy, they're making a big deal out, out of him, and you even read in the description, we're not trying to make him famous, but for people to be aware of who he is and all of that. There's a bunch of other people. Yeah, there's a bunch of other people just like that. Why are we focusing on just one guy who's already missing right now? He's probably, probably dead right now. Uh, can I, can I say something? Go ahead. Okay, so the thing about this is that bothers me the most is that Coney's been around for a few decades already. He, he isn't just popping up now. This has been happening for a long time. There's been a lot of problems out there. But what bothers me is people think that just by posting a video on Facebook, they're becoming a social activist and that they're doing something good. And that's not what you have to do. You actually have to go there and help. You have to go there and make sure your money is being yes. well spent. With invisible children, it's not. Thank you. Thank you. I don't even need to say anything else. She did it. Yeah, that's that, and if you think about it now, um, most of the organizations that we have are fashion statements. There's the Spirithood organization, there's the Falling Whistle organization, there's Red, and all of those is you buy something for an extremely high price to help the government. Quote, quote, which in other terms, the government is actually not helping them. We are actually sending it, 32% of it, I think, I think the number was 32% of invisible children's profits go to Uganda. That's it. The other is travel expenses and production fees. They also have a salary of $90,000 a year, I think it was. Was it 90 or 900? 90 or... I think it was 90. Okay, I don't remember. It was a big number. And that's more than a teacher makes. Yeah. That is almost double what a teacher makes. Well, my another concern is please tell me why I'm going to spend 170 no, what was it? 146 dollars on a spirit hood to help save the rainforest when you're or making Tom's 80 dollars on a pair of shoes. And I mean, yes, 80 dollars on a pair of shoes, but they're not anything fancy. They're a pair of flats you can buy at Target for 10 bucks. And the money we're selling Tom's is the shoes. They're giving a pair of shoes every time you buy a pair of shoes. But that's also putting the people in where Tom's sending the shoes out of business because if you're buying Tom's shoes, you're putting basically the sweatshops out of business. So they're losing jobs while you're giving them a pair of shoes. What are shoes going to do? It's not going to put food on the table. 
started saying Coney, I thought it was another presidential candidate, and I just That's what like, I thought. Yeah, Coney 2012. Like, yeah. Let's all vote. <laughs> Speaking of Coney I... being another fashion statement, Coney's too mainstream. I think I'm gonna support, I don't know, something else instead. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no we're playing the hipster game. That's kind of why. That's too mainstream. I'm just gonna post it on Facebook instead. So you got Facebook is too mainstream. I'm gonna go post it on my MySpace instead. MySpace is too mainstream. I'm gonna text someone about it instead. Texting is too mainstream. I prefer writing it in a journal. Journals are too mainstream. I prefer making a phone call instead. Phone calls are too mainstream. Let me send a telegraph instead. Telegraph. Too mainstream. I prefer um la- uh, bleh, 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 bleh. okay somebody else take it. Yeah, telegraphs are too mainstream. I prefer Morse code instead. Oh. <laughs> Morse code is too mainstream. Let me draw you a picture instead. Drawing pictures are too mainstream. Let me carve it into a wall instead. <laughs> Car- carving it out of a wall is too mainstream. Let me build you a pyramid and uh, carve your face into that instead. Why are you carving my face into it? Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Seeing what you did there is too mainstream. I'd rather not have a clue about it. A what? <laughs> what? Oh, not have a clue. Okay. Oh. Being clueless is too mainstream. I want to just be right up in the, in the action instead. Guys, I don't want to be in the action. That's too mainstream. I'll just sit back here and watch instead like a creeper. Creeping's too mainstream. I prefer right up stalking instead. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, kind of lost me there. <laughs> Stalking too mainstream. I'm just gonna make a podcast about it instead. Podcasting's too mainstream. I'm gonna. Oh. <laughs> Podcasting's too mainstream. I'm gonna end the episode right here instead. 